Welcome back to Devil's Talking Padres. This is your co-host, Bobby Murphy. I'll be going alone today as Dom is out in Florida. But Padres just had a very, very good series against the Milwaukee Brewers. Won three out of four. And I did not expect this whatsoever. I, I of course, I'm glad that the Padres took the series. But Dom and I were, and a lot of Padres fans were really just hoping for at least a split. And Padres were able to take three out of four against a very good Brewers team. And this is a great time for the Padres offense to wake up. And Padres offense looks great. The pitching staff looked amazing, but after dropping the first game on a really tough loss on Thursday, Padres won three in a row. This totally could have been a sweep if the Padres did not blow it on Thursday. Taylor Rogers got the loss in that game, but Padres looked amazing for the rest of the series. Two shutouts Friday and Saturday, so back-to-back shutouts for this Padres pitching staff as the offense woke up. A lot of players in this lineup are finally heating up. Jake Cronenworth, Luke Voigt, Jose Azucar, who with Will Myers out, Azucar will be the right fielder for an extended period of time, mostly for the month of June as Myers recovers, but but a lot of Padres are picking up in this lineup and great time to with the Mets coming up next. But game one on Thursday, really tough loss for the Padres. One of the most painful ones of the season so far, but 4-1 lead going into the ninth. And then Taylor Rogers allows a three-run triple to tie it and then a walk-off single to Andrew McCutcheon as he allows four runs in the ninth. But Padres had nine hits in this game, four runs. Started off in top of the fifth with an Eric Hosmer double and then Alfaro hit a two-run homer to retake the lead for the Padres in the top of the sixth, 405 feet to center. Absolute bomb from Alfaro that scored as a car and then Sergio Alcantara with the sack fly to give the Padres a 4-1 lead in the eighth and that's really all the Padres had for the rest of the game I mean four runs is fine pitching staff looked great until the ninth inning Chamanaya six innings eight strikeouts five hits one run two walks he looked really good in this game Robert Suarez came in Luis Garcia both pitched really good innings and then Taylor Rogers blew it in the ninth before Chris Mack came in and allowed the walk off but that run was charged to Taylor Rogers but tough loss Padres totally could have won this game should have won this game and that could have totally been a sweep for this San Diego Padres team which would have been huge four games from Milwaukee but three out of four is perfect but again Sean and I looked great in this game and then Taylor Rogers just blew it in the ninth but game two 7-0 shutout Musgrove seven two-thirds shutout in this game seven and two-thirds no hit in this game Musgrove came four outs away from his second no hitter with the San Diego Padres which would have been of course the second in franchise history as he had the first one last year but Musgrove looked phenomenal this game, 114 pitches before before allowing a hit in the eighth inning, and then Stanley came out in the ninth to finish it. Padres looked amazing this game. Offense was on, 13 hits, 7 runs, got on the board early. First inning, Luke Floyd, ground roll double to score Manny Machado. Second inning, Profar single to right to score Grisham. And then top of the fourth, Manny Machado had a three-run homer to left to extend his MVP caliber season. He's been looking as one of the best players in the entire league this year. And then top of the fifth, Profar another single Another RBI single scored Trent Grisham again in this one to put the Padres up 6-0. And then top of the ninth, Hassan Kim singled to right, scored Jose Azucar. And like a lot of Padres fans have been saying, Azucar can extend it at bats. And with Myers out, Azucar is expected to be the starting right fielder. And if he's been hitting the ball like he has been, this would be huge for this Padres lineup. And the corner outfielders have been really tough for the Padres this year. But Profar and Azucar both had really good series. Profar has been heating up in this past week. These are two of the biggest reasons why the Padres offense has picked up in these past few games. But again, Joe Musgrove, absolutely masterful performance from him. He's been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball this year. He has to be a, a front runner or top two, top three candidate for NL Cy Young this season so far. But game two, Profar, three hits. Machado, three RBIs, of course, that home run. Azakar, two hits. Trent Grisham, two hits. Luke Voigt, two hits. And with Voigt, Grisham, Azakar, and Cronenworth all heating up for this Padres lineup and Profar. 
This this could mean a lot, so much for this Padres team, who is as of now th- a third of the way through the season, and the Padres are on pace for 99 wins, which would break the 98 record of 98 wins for the franchise record. And with a lineup that has really been struggling for a lot of the of the season so far, and pitching staff has been phenomenal. And of course, no Fernando Tatis Jr. And this Padres team is in this, could very likely win 100 games if they can keep winning like they have been. But huge win for the Padres in Game Two. Saturday, another shout-out for the Padres. 4-0 win. As Mackenzie Gore pitched another amazing performance. Six-inning shutout, 10 strikeouts, 108 pitches as he lowered his ERA to 1.50 on the season. And he's been looking amazing this year. 48 innings, 57 strikeouts. And he's had eight starts. And if he can, I don't know how long he'll pitch into the season, of course, with his injury history. And he will likely be on an innings limit later in the season. But if his if he can get the amount of innings to qualify for the ERA title, he would be up there as of right now. The Padres scored four in this game, one in the third and three in the fifth, and that was it. Padres had six hits compared to the Brewers' six hits. So not a lot of offense in this game, but Cronenworth double to left to score Sergio Alcantara in the third, and then Profar RBI ground out in the top of the fifth, and then Jake Cronenworth again. Two-run homer, Jake Cronin at the top of the fifth. Padres' last runs of the game, but put them up 4-0 in this game. Two-run homer to right to score Grisham. And that's all the Padres needed. Four runs, of course, with Mackenzie Gore's six shutouts. Nabil Krismat, Luis Garcia, Taylor Rogers all pitched shutout innings in the seventh, eighth, and ninth to give the Padres the win on Saturday. And then Sunday, very exciting game. 6-4 win in extra innings in a very fun game to watch. Mike Clevenger started for the Padres. Five strikeouts in three innings. He, his stuff looked really good, but he, he did allow a home run in the first inning. It's actually a leadoff home run by Colton Wong to put the Brewers on the board early. And the Padres didn't get on until the fifth inning. They only scored their runs in two innings of these games. But top of the fifth, Profar single to right. Another RBI single that scored Grisham for Profar. Cronera single to right to score. As a car, and then Luke Voigt ground out to score Profar. So if you can see a trend, it is a lot of Profar RBI singles for this entire series. But after that fifth inning, Padres were up 3-1. to one. Colton Wong hit his second homer of the night in the eighth inning to tie it 3-3. And it looks like the Padres possibly had, could have had a split for this series. But Jake Cron- Cronin, top of the 10th, second game in a row with a home run for him. 3-1 homer to right to the Crone zone. Put the Padres up 6-3, to three, and then Rodgers came in and got the save after they allowed a run in the 10th, but 6-4 win for the Padres on Sunday. And that's a that's a series, another series win for the San Diego Padres after getting swept by the Cardinals. Really tough series there. Padres offense picked up. Rotation looked amazing. And this Padres team is looking really good. This does not look like Pod, last year's Padres team at all. Of course, they do have lots to work on in the lineup, but a lot of the guys in this lineup, other than Manny Machado, Eric Hosmer, have been picking up for the series. And... This could do wonders for the Padres in the future. Of course, they do get the Mets up next with a tough pitching matchup for there. But Dom and I were saying in the last episode, we're expecting another tough series for the Padres lineup against a great Milwaukee pitching staff. And they totally hit Corbin Burns hard on Friday and got away and came away with the win against him. But Mets pitching staff will be tough. And this entire Mets team will be tough. They currently have the second best record in baseball 37 and 19 and the best record in all of the national league. But for the Padres this series, they will have 
Blake Snell, Yu Darvish, and Shamanaya as they return to San Diego for a seven-game homestand. Blake Snell will be pitching on Monday. His last start, best start of the season for him. Six innings, two hits, two runs, six strikeouts. So quality start for him. And Padres have lost all three starts by Snell this year, but he did look really good in his last start. Yu Darvish will be pitching game two on Tuesday. His last start, he went very deep, did get worked pretty hard. Seven and two-thirds innings, pitched seven hits and five runs. Only four strikeouts, so his stuff was not looking that great, but his last few starts, he's been pitching very deep in the game, seven and two thirds with 95 pitches, two starts before that, 108 pitches, 108 pitches, and we'll have a day off after this Mets series on Thursday before they welcome the Rockies to town for the next weekend series. But if they can get Darvish to go six, seven innings, he doesn't need to go as deep as usual. Don't need to work him to throw over 100 pitches for yet another start, but they can get him deep into the game, maybe five and a half, maybe five to six innings, then don't need to tax his arm too much and they can get to the bullpen. But Shamanaya will be pitching on Wednesday to end the series. Looked amazing in this last start against the Brewers, like I mentioned earlier. Six innings, one run, eight strikeouts. His stuff was looking really good, and his command was looking great. 103 pitches over six innings, but he did look really good in that start. Pitching for the Mets this series, very solid pitchers for them. It'll be Carlos Carrasco, Tajuan Walker, and Chris Bassett. Carlos Carrasco, 3.63 ERA on the season. He's coming off a five-inning shutout performance against the Washington Nationals last Wednesday. So he's been pretty kind of inconsistent this year right before that he got hit pretty hard against the Phillies. But he has been looking very solid on the season. Tajuan Walker, last start, looked good against the Dodgers. Five and two-thirds, seven hits, two runs, with only two strikeouts, Walker's not at all a big strikeout guy. Only 21 strikeouts on the year in 40 and two-thirds innings, but 2.88 ERA from Walker. He's been looking really good on the year. He's really only had one bad start. That was his third start of the year where he allowed six runs, but other than that, he's been phenomenal and probably the best pitcher for the New York Mets this year. Of course, with Scherzer and DeGrom injured, and then wins this game, Chris Bassett will be on the mound for the Mets. 3.74 ERA, his last start, of course, also against the Dodgers. Six innings, three earned runs. Did allow two home runs with eight strikeouts. He's been striking out a lot of the guys this year. 68 strikeouts in 65 innings. And this Mets team is coming off a very exciting series against the Dodgers. Lost the first two, two to zero, and then six to one. And then won the last two to salvage split nine to four, and then a five to four win in extra innings. So split against the Dodgers before they won six in a row, right before that against the Phillies and the Nationals. But this is a really good Mets team, a very deep Mets team, very balanced lineup, very good lineup. And very good pitching staff. Of course, with their injuries, they've still still been amazing this year. In their lineup, of course, they have Francisco Lindor, nine home runs on the year, 790 OPS, and then Pete Alonso, who just was insane last series. He's been one of the best players in baseball this year. 16 home runs, 54 RBIs with a 911 OPS, and then Starlin Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Jeff McNeil's hitting 311. Brendan Nimmo has been solid this year. And so a lot of those guys in this lineup have all been very good. And this is a really tough lineup to go against. In their bullpen, they have Taylor Miguel, 4.41 ERA. Closer Edwin Diaz, 2.38 ERA with 11 saves on the season. Seth Lugo, Drew Smith, Adam Adovino. A lot of the guys in this bullpen have been very solid for the Mets this year. And overall, this entire Mets team, of course, Best record in the NL this year, second best in baseball. And they've been looking real good, but the Padres have only really only won five of, of their last 10 games, but they're still just sitting two games behind the Dodgers as of Sunday night. But 33 and 21 on pace for 99 wins, just 
a third of the way through the season, but this Padres team offense is heating up. Pitching staff has, of course, looked amazing this entire season. Tough series against the Mets upcoming should be packed at Petco. And if the Padres take two out of three, that'd be awesome. Of course, it's a three-game series. Always going to be disappointing if you just win one out of three. But if the Padres can win two out of three at home with Snell, Darvish, and Minaya going up against Carrasco, Walker, and Bassett, I like who the Padres have out on the mound this for this series. And if the Padres can keep it going with their offense, Provar, Voigt, Cronenworth have all been hot this past week. Cronenworth hit two home runs in the last two games of this past series. Eric Hosmer, who has really been cooling off over the last month, but Jose Azcar will be in right field for most of this series as Will Myers will be injured. But Padres offense, if they can do what they did last year against the tough Brewers lineup and do that, try and replicate that again against this Mets rotation, that would be huge for the Padres. So hopefully they can win two out of three. And if they could, that would be awesome as they start their homestand at Petco. Should be a packed series. I know it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but Mets are in town. Padres are back and Padres are heating up. This is not last year's Padres team. And Padres will be just a few weeks, maybe a month away from the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. So hopefully they can stay afloat, keep the offense going. And Padres hopefully can win two out of three against the Mets this series. Reminder that this is an East Village Times podcast. Go look us up on Twitter, EVT underscore news, and on eastvillagetimes.com for all San Diego sports content. And remember to follow me and Dominic on Twitter for all of our Twitter-related stuff and to see when there's new podcasts, new articles, etc. I will be on Twitter at BobbyMurphy2000, and Dominic will be on Twitter at DMSTern19. Thank you for listening to Devil's Talking Padres, and of course, go Padres!